Hello, and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name's Jason Newland, and please only listen when you can hear. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. Yeah. Hope you're well. So, today is the 8th of February. And I've... Yeah, yesterday I made three recordings. And today... I've also made three recordings, which is pretty good. It's uh, <laughs> this this was my intention to make three recordings a day during February. Didn't quite work out that way, to be honest. But I started yesterday, so you know I was a week in before I started, so. That's alright, better, better late than never as they say. Unless of course you're an ambulance, then that's not, that's not you know, really the case, is it? So, um, I did, like, like yesterday, I've done a relaxation or relax and sleep hypnosis daily podcast and a deep sleep whisper hypnosis podcast and this a Let Me Bore You To Sleep podcast. And what I've done is, what I did yesterday, and I'll do the same today, I released a Let Me Bore You To Sleep, the first recording, which is just the one without any music. I released that at 11 o'clock in the evening, UK time. Then the next one I release at 12, then 1, then 2. And then I release a Deep Sleep Whisper at 3, 4, 5, 6... And I'll release the Relax and Sleep Hypnosis daily, 7, 8, 9, 10. So there's four different recordings, one without one without music, one with music, one five hours and one ten hours. And I know some people are like, why do you do so many different ones? It really is because they all have some people like different things. That's just all it, that's the only reason really. Uh, some people prefer, well, the most popular ones are generally the 10 hour ones, but some people don't want to sit listening for 10 hours. You know, they, if you're in bed, yeah, but if you just, you might want to just listen for 20 minutes or an hour, or whatever, however long it lasts, and then get on with your day or go and do something else, you know, just relax for a little while and then. Yeah, you might not want to. Some people don't want to listen to stuff in bed, um, and also some people don't like recordings with music in the background. Some people don't like recordings without music. So you know, some people don't want ten hours; they'd prefer five hours. So I've tried to cater for as many different people as I can, really, and it seems to be working out okay. 
So I'm, you know, pretty pleased with how it's going. Um, so yes, um, I'm doing a lot of umming today. So that's that's pretty good. Oh, tired. Wow, isn't that weird? The deep sleep whisp, uh, the relax and sleep hypnosis. No, mm. the Let Me Boys to Sleep podcast. This podcast on the actual podcast itself hasn't had many today for some reason that's weird considering I, I released one last night unless it was just so bad <laughs> it was so awful that no one could bear listening to it that is possible I mean I do try and make them as awful as possible but can you say the word possible a few more times, please? No. I can't. Oh, go on, please. No. Stop it. But I just really enjoy it when you say the same word over and over again. No. So, yeah. So everything's groovy, really. As far as this goes. I spent quite a lot of today making... YouTube videos. I mean, it's kind of what I was doing yesterday and the day before that as well. It's just part of the the process, really. Trying to get as updated as I can, get as far ahead as I can with the YouTube videos. So I've got... Videos scheduled up to the 27th of February. So it's the 8th today. So that's pretty good. So I'm nearly 20 days ahead. I've still got about another 20, maybe more of those ones. And then I'm going to go back and start looking at other ones to put up. And I'm only uploading recordings or t producing videos out of recordings that have background music before I was doing the recording and then I was adding background music for the video separate and doing all that it's actually just easier to do it with one that's already got music so I'm just sticking to those and the more recent ones as well and I'm trying to make each video different, you know, the the, the graphics or the, the video footage, just different for each one. I may have repeated a couple of times, uh, but, you know, I've got 201 videos, so there's a chance I might have done the same one twice as far, not, not the actual recording, but the video, video, you know, say if there's a, a waterfall or something like that I might have had the same waterfall twice I don't think I have but it is possible it's very possible it's I mean if I continue it's almost inevitable really because there's not an infinite number of videos that I can use to, to do this stuff with Part of the plan 
for the YouTube is to for the YouTube is to blimey that's pretty good I've I've got a recording dealing with a difficult person or with a difficult person and oh it's it's had six comments and it's it's had more views than normal that's alright mind you two likes only 66% so that means one person disliked it I guess it's alright don't matter it's it's probably Sebastian's done that. <laughs> Bless him. Because yeah, I'm just thinking. Because he actually let me let let me give you the comments on that video. Okay, so I got one comment. It's quite good. Uh, Austin Allen commented on my try and stay awake hypnosis challenge video, and he writes or she writes. I'm thankful that in 2012, 2012, I quit cigarettes watching your videos. Wow. So that's like 11 years ago, man. 11 years ago. Which is when I made that video. It was 2000 and... No, it was 2011 I made that video. So it's... 12 years ago I did that one and you can see because I'm, I'm like a little baby I've got a little baby face <laughs> um, on the video dealing with a difficult person Sorenable that's the name and this is a, someone that has followed me years ago has written down would it be Sebastian by any chance it's like whoa now Uncle Hubert Sebastian has got a few different YouTube channels unless he just keeps changing the name um, but he's got a different department I'm not going to say what the name of it is but it's the City Department Against Public Indecency <laughs> um, Dear Sir or Madam please refrain from riling up or affirming this troubled senior citizen any further <laughs> You are doing us all a favour. Thank you for your cooperation. And Sorenable says to the City Department Against Public Indecency, Okay, mate, most be must be very troubled souls, so then be water, my friend, Sebastian in brackets. And then Sebastian replies... We do not know to whom you are referring to with this Sebastian, but our troubled senior citizen who is constantly monitored, he's referring to me by the way, I'm the senior, the troubled senior citizen, has bombarded us in the last months with outlandish phone calls about getting married-opted by our new ruling monarch, King Charles III. Thus, our patience is a bit stretched thin right now. <laughs> Blimey. Uh, thank you. Right. And she says something about contacting your friend in Ireland, so I'm not really sure what that's about. 
Um, so yeah, that was that was interesting. People there, people are talking to each other now on the videos. So the thing is, and that might sound weird. There's well, no, it probably doesn't sound weird, but there's a familiarity about being back on YouTube. Now, of course, I'm not back in a big way, but, you know, things are growing slowly. And with YouTube, the one thing you do get is you get comments. You know, it's kind of an instant way to comment on a video or on a, on a podcast, which basically they are podcasts, but with videos. It's an instant way to comment. I know you can comment on podcasts, but I don't get to see the comments. I don't get any notification from Spotify or from uh, Apple Podcasts or from Google Podcasts or from Stitcher or Amazon Music or anyone. They don't like say to me, oh, you've got a comment on your podcast. So I never get to see them. Unless someone actually goes to my website and posts a comment or sends me a message, you know, via my website. Although the website does need some work. It's some proper work required, needed. Oh yes. I'm not really sure what to do with it. I put in so much work to make it how I wanted it to be. And then I had a little um, um, brain fart, shall we say. And I deleted the... Oh, to be fair, I deleted everything. I really deleted everything. Not everything, but I deleted a lot of stuff. And the next day, I was able to get my stuff back on from onto the podcast. But, and you know, I do pay, it's quite, it costs a bit of money to run this podcast. But the website didn't have a backup. Because basically, if you delete any products, they're gone. So everything had gone, the I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of pages that I had all gone. So that was, you know, that was a lesson to be learnt. The thing is, have I ever learnt the lesson? I mean, that's what happened to my YouTube channel. I had a little, um, a moment, a moment of Maybe we should call it bipolar because I guess that's probably what it was. I had a little, uh, when I say bipolar, I'm not saying it in a derogatory way. That That is a condition that I have, that I am uh, prescribed for. <laughs> yeah. So... It didn't feel like an episode, but I think it was. And I basically, 
I deleted everything on my YouTube. I didn't delete the videos, but I deleted the channel. And it's not easy to delete a YouTube channel. They they really do ask you quite a few times if you really want to delete it. Hmm. I just stood there for a second. I thought there was someone at the door. It sounded like someone knocking. It might have been Vinny. He's in the bedroom and he might have been... I don't know. Might have been like jumping on and off the bed and stuff. But he's... I, I, it's a shame. I don't want to put him in the bedroom when I make recordings. Because, you know, I quite like him being here. I want to, I want him, I want to be around him. I want him to be, you know, have company. But he's, I don't know why, but he, he just pesters me. <laughs> uh, I think he'll, he'll calm down and he'll get used to it. Um, there's been times when I've made a recording and he's just been lying in his bed, completely ignoring me. I think he was listening to me and I just bored him to sleep. I thought I should do a podcast like that. So yeah, so he's in the bedroom at the moment. And... I've got no idea what I was talking about now. Oh yeah, YouTube. So yeah, basically it's hard to delete a YouTube channel. It's not hard, but they don't make it easy. They really do, like, are you sure? Do you really want to delete it? You won't be able to get it back. Blah, 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 blah. Bearing in mind, this is my memory from, from about 2014. So it was a long time ago. But, or was it earlier than that? I think it, it, might, I think it was 2014. I still had the YouTube channel when I worked in insurance. And I started that job um, at the end of 2012, December 2012. So it might have been 2013 that I... Or was it two, 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 Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then I lost that job in February or March 2014. And then I moved here in about April 2015. So I'd say probably 2013 is when I got rid of the I did I deleted the YouTube channel and I do regret it I mean it, there's no point having regrets really but I do sometimes wonder if it would have been or what it would have become if it had become something quite successful like because it was growing it really started to, started to grow. It did. 
Well, I, I feel like I'm lying, like I'm just making it up. It's true. And just thinking like, okay, well, 10 years on, 10 years, who knows how many subscribers and it's not even that. Imagine how many people I could have reached and maybe helped because that's the bottom line really, isn't it? How many people could have helped to relax and to, you know, calm and slow down their mind and maybe get some sleep or have a bit of relief from chronic pain because they're relaxed, if nothing else. And, you know, that positivity, maybe I could have been useful and reached a, like a, a large audience. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd have well over 100,000 subscribers by now. It seems like it, how, unless, the thing is, the way I see it is, the videos weren't good. They weren't good quality. The audio wasn't good quality. So people were watching the videos for a reason. And people were watching them, you know, I was getting, again, not huge amounts, but the last month I had 45,000 video views maybe a bit more and then I deleted it so it was kind of one of those things where I don't know how many subscribers maybe a few thousand subscribers but people were people were watching I know 45,000, for some people that's not even a lot for a day, which is fair enough. But I'd been doing it since 2007, I'd had that channel. So that's six years it took me to build up. And I had hundreds, well over a thousand videos I think. Yeah, I think I had over a thousand videos. And it started, well, maybe, maybe not a thousand, maybe. I mean, there's, there's a huge amount of recordings that are lost. Although I did go through a phase, I went through a little bit of a phase where I was doing a lot of vlogging. Like my Jason chats, I was doing quite a few of those. And part of the reason for that because it was fun it was fun it was there was no expectation of uh, some kind of therapeutic result or even usefulness of them it was just me sprouting rubbish or talking seriously about you know my life and how I was blah blah you know but I would regularly delete the Jason chats. So I made probably hundreds of them, but I deleted them. So every now and then I just delete loads 
and then I'd upload another one and upload another one then I'd delete them so I didn't keep a, st a steady stream of content available partly because I didn't really I want I didn't want the Jason chat vlogs to overtake the channel away you know from the hypnosis stuff and I felt it was starting to do that a bit because I was enjoying doing the vlogging more than the hypnosis and yeah I was to be honest I was for a while and then I started doing YouTube channels where I was you know I had a Jason Chats YouTube channel this still up there actually it's been there for years seriously there's a <laughs> there is a YouTube channel Jason Chats so look YouTube if I put in Jason Chats Jason Chats I wonder how long it's been up there Jason Chats Jason Chats vlog Jason Chats vlog Okay, have a look at this. It doesn't... Wait a minute, that's not me. That's not me at all. Someone else has put them up. Oh, maybe not. That's weird though. It says, at Jason's chats vlog 5575. I wouldn't put 5575. Wouldn't do that. What's wrong with you? It's got one video. It's Jason Chat's vlog. I was called a fascist. This is from three years ago. Um, whether it was from three years ago, I don't know. Jason Newland's other channels. Jason Newland, eight hundred and sixty-four subscribers, one hundred and eighty-three videos. Ah, so that's this one. It must have been me then. Oh, that's strange. My website? Yep. Oh god, the website's awful. I need to sort that out. I really do. Jason Chats. No, that's not me. That's someone else. Jason Chats. Yep. So there's no... Jason Chats Saturday Vlog. Wow, this is from five years ago. This is on someone else's web, uh, YouTube channel called Cutter Kite. Cutter, K-U-T-T-A-K-Y-T-E. It says under the, under the heading, it says, Join the legend who is Jason Newland as he talks about his busy week. So... It's not me. I did not. I would not write that about myself. No, I wouldn't. Of course, I wouldn't. Um, no, that's weird. So, I don't know who Katakai is. I mean, it's possible it could be Sebastian. You know, he could have done a a nice thing there. I don't know. But there's a few people that have uploaded some of my old videos on YouTube. 
Let's say cut it. Let's. Okay. It says a picture has 53 subscribers. Whispering John. So whoever Whispering John is, hello. And there is three videos of me and one of ASMR facial roleplay. Uh, the hypnotist Jason Newland, natural deep sleep is your, is your whatever, I don't know, friend or whatever. Natural deep sleep is your birthright, that's it. So this is one that I made 2011, no 2012 and I remember because I had a chest infection and I managed to actually do a recording. You know, I was able to talk for an hour and a half. And there was no editing or anything. I just talked for an hour and a half into the phone, the iPhone. It came out okay. Not brilliant, but it came out okay. Uh, on this website, it's 3.2 thousand views. That's from five years ago. Wow. And the other two is the Jason Chat Saturday Vlog. It's an hour and three minutes. That's 149 views five years ago. I used to do a regular Jason Chat Saturday vlog. I even look like... I'm looking at myself, I look quite fit there. I mean, it's only like from the nipple upwards. I'm, I'm not naked. But for the chest upwards, but it looks like I've... I look... I don't know. Kind of fit. Maybe not. I'll have to look at it. I'm not sure. I mean, to be fair, if it's if it's after two thousand, then <laughs> I was not fit. Adapting to change, hypnosis with Jason Newland, hundred and sixty views. Okay, it's five. So these are five years ago. Blimey. So I don't know who Katakai is, but thank you, whoever you are, for posting my videos. There's only a few on there, but. So Jason Chats, I do, there's the, yeah, the Jason Chats, my channel, I've only got the one video on there, there used to be absolutely loads, but I guess I must have took them off, I don't remember, but there's this thing where, and again, this is about 2011, there's a thing called, uh, what was it, 360, oh, I don't know, 365 thing, it was basically, I forget the name of it, but you make a vlog every day of the year, for a year, so basically you make every day, of the, so 365 vlogs, and it was it was a community and it's kind of like a contest I mean you didn't win anything but you I guess won the respect you won the badge of having done it and there was a few people that were doing it and I decided to give it a go but 
I didn't stick to it. But in the process, I did start to watch other people's vlogs. So that itself was also taking up my time, but I did find it interesting. You know what I mean? In it. It's in it. Get me. Me, me. I think it's just. It was like a new world. It was. I was starting to interact with people online who were making videos about themselves and about their life. Uh, and I was doing the same thing and it almost felt like I was getting to know them. And as they talked about maybe an upcoming event, I'd be interested to know what happens next. Even if it wasn't particularly exciting or interesting there was there was something about it that I quite liked and another thing I found quite funny is there's quite a bit of I don't know I don't want to say infighting or banter I'm not sure what it was really but it there's people making videos about each other or in response to each other. So a person make a video and they talk about, let's say Bobby McBobby would make a video and he'd make a video about Sandy McSandy. And then Sandy McSandy would make a video aimed at Bobby McBobby. And Sandy McSandy's video might also include Harold McHarold. So both Bobby and Bobby, Bobby and Happy, would make a video about Sandy McSandy. And maybe include her friend, Orangutan Orangutan, McRangutan, McCandy, Shandy, whatever. And then send one back to Seba McBegger and Wegger and Trigger and, you know, all these different people. So, it kind of got, it was a little bit like wrestling. You know the fake, fake wrestling. And it was a little bit like that, where it was like, well, I'm not, I'm not sure if this is real or not. Are they just faking it for fun? Is it just tongue-in-cheek or do they really mean it now some of them unless they were Oscar-winning actors really meant it because they would really go into one and there was quite a few people that would be drinking and they'd be, they'd be saying stuff that they really oughtn't to be saying I mean like really quite towards other people I mean I think it's okay to say whatever you want about yourself 
generally, you know, if it's about your own life, it's about your own self. But there was, it was just very, very strange, very surreal. We know what strange means. Well, no, the surreal, strange doesn't necessarily mean surreal, does this? It was strange and surreal. Okay, then, clever clocks. That's a bit spit for spitty word, isn't it? <laughs> for clocks. Anyway, I got caught up in a, a little bit in it, and I'm not one to be making videos about people and, you know, calling them out and getting into arguments. I don't argue in real life. I'm not going to start doing it online. It's just not my thing. And it's just, yeah, we've all got our own things that we like and it's, it's just not something that I'm into. If I'm honest, so there. So I was quite interested in watching it and seeing people, for, I guess from a psychological perspective, watching human behaviour, it was kind of interesting. And at times it was more interesting than what was on television. YouTube kind of took over. And part of the reason for that is because at the time I didn't have a television. So that kind of makes sense really, doesn't it? I just remembered. I was downloading stuff to watch. Like streaming, uh, you know, TV shows like Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But I did not have a television. And I didn't get one until... I think the person downstairs moved out and left the television and I took it. I said, oh, I'll have that. Thank you very much. I think, I'm not even sure I did even then. Honestly, I'm not sure if I did. I think I went pretty much a year without a television. But I didn't go a year without the internet. And I was watching Netflix and I was watching stuff. And I'd save stuff on my hard drive to watch, you know, like TV shows and movies and stuff like that. So I wasn't like not watching anything, but that was a weird year that was. Very weird. 2011 that was. Well, 2011 until, I think, March 2012, I think, maybe February 2012. Yeah, that would make sense, actually, because I think it was February 2011 that I had to move out of where I was, because I was given a, how is it, a month's notice, maybe it was six weeks, I can't remember. Uh, an eviction notice and then I moved into this room a hundred and twenty five pound a week it cost me 
a hundred and I know for some people that's like, well, that's nothing. What are you, what are you going on about? Well, it was back then. Bearing in mind this is you know, twelve years ago. The rent I was paying on my room, I think, was I don't know sixty-five pound a week. Previous to that, the rent I was currently paying, then I moved out and my rent was £125. And then when I moved out of there, my rent was £85 a week. So there's, there's quite a bit of difference. And the only reason why it was that expensive was because I had an ensuite. I had a bathroom in, had a bathroom in there. We know what ensuite means. Yeah, okay. It's, you know, a shower, a toilet, and... We know what's in a bathroom. It could have been a bath. I'm telling you, it's a shower, not a bath. And that didn't work. The toilet broke after... It wasn't me. The reason I'm pretty... secure in the knowledge that it wasn't me... is because... I haven't broken many toilets. You know, I've used lots of toilets over the years. I've lived in lots, many, many different places. And I haven't broken even, even 30% of the toilets I've sat on. Not even, I'm not even that amount. So I'm pretty certain that this toilet did not break because of me. And well, it broke, so but they couldn't get anyone in to fix it. It took them weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to fix it while I was paying £125 a week for something that I couldn't use. And you might argue, yeah, but you don't sleep in the toilet, do you? How do you know what I do in the toilet? You don't know how I sleep. Stop judging me. (laughs) I mean, for a room in that same house would have cost me, I think, £95 a week. So you see there's a difference between that and £125. I mean, you say it's not a lot, £95, £15, it's £30 though. £30 a week. That's, you know, it's over a £1,000 a year. It's £1,500 a year. So it's a fair amount of money to pay an extra for. And I, when the toilet eventually got fixed, the shower stopped working. It was leaking. The shower downstairs was leaking. The bathroom toilet stopped outside. The other toilet, the other toilet... Everything was the whole house, and it was a nice house. It was like a new build, it wasn't built for multiple occupancy. It was a family house, they converted it so they put bathrooms in rooms that really shouldn't have had bathrooms. I'm guessing that the where the bathrooms were would be more like a walk in wardrobe kind of thing yeah 
maybe one of the rooms could have had a bathroom ensuite, but not the amount they had. There was one, two, yeah, there was only two. Two rooms had, oh, sounds, uh, it's not that, that bad then, is it really? There was two rooms that had the ensuite, mine and the one below. Note three, because there's one opposite me, had one as well. So three. Two on the top level, and there was a, a room next to them that didn't have it. And then downstairs, which was the second floor, there was only occupants on two floors, and then the bottom floor was the ground floor with the kitchen and a living room that no one really went in. So the second floor down, there was three rooms as well. So there was the double room, which had the ensuite, like mine. Next to that was a really big room, but no ensuite. It was just pretty much the same size as the other room, but without the bathroom. And then next to that was a just a, a smaller room. It wasn't tiny at all, but it was a smaller room. And it was a very strange place to live. Very strange place. It was... I don't know how to explain it. Because it was at the beginning of 2011. And everything went a bit weird for me at the beginning of 2011. And so I've got this, I started a new job, but then I was, you know, a girlfriend didn't work out, so that kind of went, and I was evicted, so a few things happened all at the same time. I moved out, moved into this place, and it didn't really work out very well with the job, but it was just around a corner. Well, it wasn't far to walk, so that was good. The whole of that year, I lived on sandwiches. So, through the week, I'd be working, because I was counselling, I was a counsellor. So, and the first part from, uh, I don't know, February until August for about six months I was working at a charity as a receptionist so I did that for about six months and I had to leave there I just it wasn't working for me so I got rid of out of that place which meant I couldn't really afford the rent anymore but that's a separate thing so the whole of that year, I didn't have a television during 2011. I I cooked, I think, twice in the kitchen the whole time I was there. The only thing I had in the kitchen was my milk for my breakfast cereal. And maybe my bowl was in the cupboard, I can't remember. so I would have sandwiches from Greg's so I'd try and eat out you know maybe in a coffee place for lunch I'd have my breakfast at home 
then I have my I'll have a lunch, maybe something half cooked or not half cooked, but um like a panini or something like that. And then I would buy stuff from Greg's. So I'd have maybe sausage rolls and sandwiches. And that's what I would eat in the evening. And I did that every every day of the week apart from Saturday night. I think when I buy, I'd probably do Greg's some during the day or maybe do something else. But I'd get a pizza on a Saturday evening. And on a Sunday, I would go to KFC. That was my Sunday afternoon. And I would just, I'd get one of big old packages, which is a mixture of all kinds of things. Uh, sweet corn, fries, legs, popcorn. And, and because I lived so close to town, it was, I mean, it was, I don't know, a 10 minute walk, if that to get to KFC so I could walk home and it was still warm or hot or whatever and I'd lay on my bed not lay down but I'd lay up in my bed probably watching something on my laptop eating my KFC and that kind of was the highlight of the week and I think I'd probably fall asleep afterwards. And if I remember, in those days I used to listen to the top 40 charts, the music charts, every Sunday between 4 and 7 p.m. Because I wanted to keep up to date with the music. I didn't want to become a dinosaur and not know any music or any musicians and not know what's kind of going on which I am now a little bit to be honest and I yeah used to listen to that and sometimes I'd, I would fall asleep <sighs> and then the week would start again Monday but when I was there I started to, because I used to, my college was just down the hill and just up the road from where I lived. Although I didn't need to go there anymore because I'd finished the year before. But I found out that there was a taekwondo cl club opposite where my college was. All that time I could have gone to it and I didn't know. And it was open on Tuesday and Thursday evenings, like 7.30 to 9, something like that. And it was in the school opposite the college. In fact, it was in the school that I used to counsel kids sometimes. One of the many schools I used to go into in the local area. In fact... I was still doing that like a couple of years later I think I think I was doing it in 2012 
and I stopped that. Yeah, I stopped in 2012. But I continued counselling for mind until 2013, I think. Because that was uh, for, or no, maybe not mind, but for the. I lose track. I really do lose track. No. Do I? I don't know. Anyway, I do. I do lose track if I'm honest of when I did what. But I remember I thought, you know what? I'm going to go down to the Taekwondo club. Just check it out. I think it was a Thursday or it was a Tuesday. It's got to be one of them night nights. Went along. You know, I was, I was a little bit. I don't know if shy is the word. You know, it's going into a place where I don't know anybody and I wasn't going to be actually joining in, I don't think. And I don't remember if I did join in or not. I can't remember. I think knowing me, I would have just turned up to just watch, but I might have actually joined in. I might have also phoned beforehand as well. So I can't remember the details. Uh, if I ever tell this story and in the future, maybe on one of my Sleepy Boring Objects podcasts, I'll probably make up. <laughs> I'll make up some stuff. So it might be a different version of the story. I mean, in that story, I might turn up and suddenly realised that I was a Kung Fu King and I never realised it before I never never knew that I had that special power that flexibility to jump up and kick the ceiling which is a hundred foot high off the floor I guess all ceilings are off the floor aren't they but yeah it was a, it was a Tuesday or Thursday and I was just hoping it wouldn't be full of kids. I knew there'd be some younger people, but I wanted there to, there had to be adults there because I was not going to go to a, a place that was full of kids. I just, just, just don't really appeal to me. I wanted to, it wasn't that I wanted to meet new people, but things like sparring, you know, you can't, I can't spar with a child. Although I did spar with a child and he <laughs> went to a karate club local to here a couple of years back. And he was a child. I think he was about 14. And he was a lot bigger than me. And we sparred just gently. It wasn't hard sparring, but it's just like, okay. There's a little, just... Yeah, I'm not, not sure if I want to come back here. It was really weird. It was like a giant. But I... When I went to the Taekwondo club, the first thing I liked was that the teacher was not young. Now, I don't mean that derogatory. He's not wasn't old, but he was... He's in his 50s. And he started... A, it was like... A double black belt 
to second down or third down or something and it started at 40 we, and I was what 41 no I was 40 yeah I was 40 at the time so he'd started the same age that I was starting taekwondo now I have done other stuff in the past done uh, karate when I was a kid I did Wing Chun, Kung Fu in 2004. Uh, I did boxing when I was at college. I went to boxing twice a week. And done a little bit of jiu-jitsu, a bit of kickboxing when I was at school as well. So I've done a few little bits. Um, well, when you put it together, I've done years and years of stuff. But I... Every time I start a new martial art or a new fighting sport or whatever, it feels like I'm starting from scratch because they're all different. So Taekwondo, it's nothing like boxing. It's apart from this physical movement and I sweat really profusely. You know, the only, the only commonality with me being in that school place you know doing the taekwondo and me being in the uh, Wing Chun place or me being a boxing gym the only only thing that's similar is the puddle of sweat underneath my feet that's dripping out the bottom of my legs not the bottom of my legs, the, the the trousers rather than my legs. So yeah. <laughs> hmm. I can't believe how much I used to sweat. But anyway, I did the Taekwondo and I think I did four gradings. So I did it for a, a while. Yeah, I think I did it for a couple of years, a year and a half, two years, something like that. And then, you know, I've I moved away, didn't I? So, in two thousand fifteen, I moved away, and I've not done it since then. But I was still doing it in two thousand and thirteen. 11, 12, so I did it for a couple of years. There was a time when I didn't go as regularly as I had. But generally I go every, you know, twice a week. Tuesday and Thursday and... It was, yeah. I kind of miss it. I wish it was closer. If it was closer to where I live, ideally next door, I'd go. And I'd probably go for... I'd have been going for the last 10 years or 8 years, however long I've been here. But I live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it literally is. It might sound like an exaggeration, but it's... The only way to get to town is at this time of night, and it's only 9 o'clock, is a taxi. And they charge... 
to come and collect you or collect me. They come charged to come here to take me to town because it's so out of the way. So you're looking at probably 15, 16 pound to go into town. It's not really doable, you know. It's not really a doable thing. I mean, for a one-off, yeah, but not like twice a week. The buses are so irregular at night. If it was during the day, if the I don't know, if there was like a martial arts, I might check that now. Actually, while we're on the, while we're doing this, if there was. Some kind of martial art training I could do during the day, so it wasn't gonna, uh, you know, I could get to it on the bus. Martial arts training during day. Well, that happens. <laughs> Sounds like I know, but like I'm also knowledgeable and good at typing see there's the eh, this there is a, a martial arts place 7 a.m open 7 a.m thursday which is tomorrow seven pit so there's one that does say it's open at 7 a.m why okay it's asking me to update the what the hell? Go away. I don't want to update anything. I just want to go to the website. Stop hassling me to update software. Okay. It's a school of martial arts. Welcome. Uh, the home of professional teachers of martial arts. And the largest and most successful full-time dojo. Now, I used to go there. For boxing they used to have the ABA which is the amateur boxing club they had it there and then the amateur boxing club since since then has moved to its own venue but I think they still do boxing there as well now admittedly a lot of people that go there are kids so they've got a lot of kids classes but I thought about maybe doing BJJ and like, um, you know, Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and MMA and, but I don't know if I've got it in me. You know, I, I struggle if I drop, drop something on the floor, if I drop a, a yogurt, yogurt pot, a yogurt cop. A yogurt pot on the floor. Bending down to pick it up is a bit of a chore. Um, you have to bend down to hold some big, strong, sweaty man down. And push up against him. And Yeah, I might go along, you know. It might. <laughs> um, classes, let's have a look. See what classes are on. Because if there is something on during the day, I might think about it. You know what I mean? I don't know if karate... So Korean karate is what I used to do when I was at school. 
kickboxing they do I started off doing kickboxing that was the first thing I ever did there was a local neighbour who was in the forces he was an army American forces and he wanted to teach the local the kid next door to me but he needed someone for him to spar with so they asked he asked me and I said yeah okay see this kid was younger than me but he was probably about the same size maybe a little bit bigger so it was a good quite a good match the thing is what I didn't like is this bloke from across the road who was teaching us he was cheering on my neighbour against me I didn't like that 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 just didn't didn't sit well with me and yeah it's weird because I've not really let it go have I <laughs> it's, it's still bugging me 45 years later um, it's not that long but yeah Muay Thai Muay Thai is kickboxing Asian style and can be traced back to the 16th century now I'm quite interested in Muay Thai being like I'm very I'm, in, I'm interested in anything Thai really I, I'm into Thailand and I quite like I like that stuff so yeah boxing so they do have ah okay so they've got that so I need to know when so let's have a look at the timetable timetable I don't care about the price packages and I don't want to hear about that see why do they say they're open and then every single class is at night Apart from the little children's ones that are on the little children's. But the, the children's stuff, I say, well, they are age three to five. That is little, isn't it? 4.30 in the afternoon. I don't want to go out at night. It's not because I'm not scared of the dark. It's not that. It's just it's hard to get home. It's hard to get there. It's hard to get home. Two o'clock in the afternoon is groovy for such a person as myself Saturday right there's Saturdays on 10.30 to 11.30 so I could go Saturday and then Sunday 10.45 to 11.45 karate this is I mean that's not really why do they say that it's open at 8.30 or 6, 7.30 in the morning if it's not eh eh what's that about so I'm going to look at classes what does it say here classes Karate classes run seven days a week for all ages from three to five years old. What about old? Oh no, and also above. Um, yeah, it's open seven days a week, but I want it to be open early. I want an early thing, thingy magic. Boxing. 
7 to 8, 6.30 to 7. So boxing's on. <sighs> Sessions of the following day. Sparring Monday. Juniors Wednesday. Sparring Friday. Now I'm not allowed to spar probably. Because of my age. Now BJ and M BJJ rather and Eminem. Eminem MMA doesn't give any time for that. But it does have a bloke with a really fit body with a beard on there, so that's good. Uh Simon Cro oh okay. Wow. Teaches every day is also available for private sessions. Well, that, when when is it? When no, BJJ and MMA. When, when? That's what I want to know. When? What I might do is just go there. Just go along and say, "Look, hello there. How you doing? My name's Jason." And see if they've got anything during the day. That might be the best way to do it. Just say, look, I can't get here in the evenings. I can get here in the afternoons. Please help. Please help. Please. I just, I just need some help. And you know, one of my ambitions in life, right from well from a child before I even started doing karate was to be a black belt i never done it I think I got to green belt in karate and taekwondo that was weird something just went crackle it didn't go crackle like a voice but some like a bottle so I got to green belt in karate and a green belt in taekwondo so that's I think four belts it's one two three four five one two in this karate red belt yellow belt yellow belt orange stripe orange belt orange belt green stripe green belt one two three four five six is a green belt Pretty sure I got to green. I got to green belt definitely in Korean karate before. There was no red belt. The the first belt was white belt, which you just have. And then yellow belt is the first grading. And then it was yellow, orange, green. White, yellow, orange, green. In when I did Korean karate at school, yeah. Let's have a look at the Taekwondo. Taekwondo belts system. Let's have a look. So, so it starts off junior grades is a white belt so you have to do a grading to get a white belt I think 
and then the next one is a white belt with a yellow stripe third grade in so maybe the white oh, I don't know but anyway the third belt is the yellow belt the fourth belt is the yellow belt with a green stripe and the fifth belt is the green belt so I had the fifth belt in Taekwondo pretty sure I did yeah I did because I had it hanging on um, I've got videos with it in the background <laughs> I love that belt unless it was yellow or green no I'm pretty sure it was green so I must have done at least four gradings I don't remember doing that many I only remember two but I definitely must have done more than two because even if I had the green stripe the yellow belt with green stripe that's three gradings ah how strange um So Colchester So I'm just looking at something here. What does it say? Taekwondo so so these first two lessons are free. My instructor is fifth down now. Ian. Brilliant bloke. Really, really nice man. He's been teaching oh man, he's really good. He's been, he started at the age of 40, told you, with his son, and he's still going strong. Um, he's been running the Taekwondo Club for 17 years. He started training in 2001, which means he's now 62, 52. Yes, yeah, so that makes sense. I was literally 10 years younger than him. Assistant is Philippe. And he turned, he became a black belt when I was there, when I was training. He's now the assistant instructor. He was kind of the assistant. I don't know, I think Ian's son was pretty much the assistant instructor, really. Kind of. Uh, but he was as well. But he's a fourth degree black belt now. And... He's been doing Taekwondo since 2006. Maybe I should go back to the club. It might be nice to just go back to what I know. Um, I don't know. At least there'll be some friendly faces. You know what I mean? There'll be... I don't even know if it's the right... It's a different place now though. It's not in the same place it used to be. In fact, I think it's a long way away. So my location. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, 
it's a, it's a, it's a distance. Although, hmm, according to this, it's five point one miles one direction, but you go a different way. It's five point six miles. So the quickest way is five point one miles. Now. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know how. I wouldn't be able to get home. I'd have to get a taxi home. I could get there, but even so, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If I put in how options options, it's not even get. Oh, bus. Let's check a bus. Bus, the best route. Okay. Okay. Ten four ten details. Let's have a look. To the railway station. Then to the city centre. Ah, okay. It's not that. F oh, it's not that far away from the centre. And it wasn't before, really. According to this, it's eight minutes, ten stops. Okay, so there's another bus. Eight minutes. And then there's another nine minutes walk from there. Yeah, it is... Mm, yeah. It's nowhere near, is it, really? Nowhere near. I do wonder though, what is the options? What's the options, mate? What are the options as far as what? Oh, come on, what are you doing? All I want is to go back and it's not letting me go back. I don't want to be in Google Maps anymore. I enjoyed it while I was there, but I don't want to be there anymore. Oh, it's okay. It was a different page. I opened a new page. There was time. Where's the timetable? It doesn't have timetable. I need to know the timetable. Isn't that... Unless it's just... What is Taekwondo? I know what it is. Well... I kind of know what it is. Yeah. I tell you it's going to be weird though. If I do go back there. There's going to be people there. That, <laughs> that are now. Like fully grown adults. Like in their 20s. That were little kids. When I last. When I started. And they're all going to be black belts. Uh, people that started after me will be black belts. It's no fear. It's not given any kind of timetable. Why is that though? Why? I mean, I don't understand, do you? I don't get it. I want to see a timetable. 
Arr. You know what I could do though? I could say, look, I'll build your website. Mind you, I could have said that before, but I didn't. I've done that in the past. Never really worked out. It's like, I'll build your website and open 6pm Friday. 6pm Friday. Okay, what I'm going to do is... Da -da 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 -da. Timetable. Let's have a look at timetable. Okay. Defense of Fairy Bidin. Oh. Oh, look. Opening time Saturday closed. Sunday closed. Monday closed. Tuesday, 8 30 to 9 30. To eight thirty till seven thirty. Wednesday closed. But what about the other days? Ah, oh, but this is from years ago, possibly. Thursday six thirty to seven thirty. Tuesday six thirty to seven thirty. Again, it might have changed. Might have changed. Oh. How many years does it take to learn Taekwondo? It is possible to achieve a black belt in Taekwondo in three to five years if you are a dedicated student and practice diligently. A lot relies on your skill level and the classes and coaching you have access to. When, the reason I'm laughing is because I remember my school level <laughs> and my ability to kick and my instructor was trying to get me to be able to kick even the midsection as a sidekick without falling over and although the old, the old saying was weebles wall but they don't fall down well, I both wobble and fall down. The He put a chair up, like, you know, just a normal chair in front of me. Um, with, with It's back to me. And all I had to do was just try and kick above the chair, which was probably, you know, groin level, hip level or whatever. And I kept knocking the chair over. And in the end, I just ended up just sitting in the chair. Every time he turned around and looked at someone else, I'd sit in the chair and they'd jump up again. Oh, missed again. Yeah. Is it okay to start Taekwondo at 16? Blimey, what about 56? Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I wish I'd done. I really wish I'd kept with the karate when I was at school. You know, I left school and it I jumped straight into... Before I'd even left school, I jumped into a full-time job working at the chip shop. And I thought that's what was expected of me. And it meant that my evenings were busy. I was working in the evenings. 
and everything that I'd been doing for the previous two years was gone. And it was such a shame because I'd see my karate instructor, my teacher, every now and then in town. And he'd always stop and say hello to me and say, Jason, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I said, oh, maybe one day, maybe soon. I never did. I saw him for years. I'm not years, years, but like three, four years. Because I, I moved to London when I was 19. But I saw him for a few years and he'd all ask me, when are you coming back? And he was such a nice man. And he's always kind to me. He's always friendly. Um, he was strict, but he was nice with it, you know. And he was like a gentle giant. He was also really good at karate because, apart from being the instructor, he we went to a tournament and he won for the region. So I don't know how many towns were in that region. Uh, quite a few. It was this big old event it was. And he he was the top black belt. He won the overall tournament for black belt. Male. So that was nice. To come back from there. I mean, I won nothing. I'd, I think I did two, two or three tournaments. The first tournament, I lost the first fight. Second tournament, I won the second fight. And I think the third tournament, I won the third fight. No, the second, first tournament, I lost the first fight. The second tournament, I lost the second fight. And the third tournament, I lost the third fight. Something like that. Yeah. So, I learned each time. So, by now, I might have... <laughs> I might have won something. I just remembered... When I was doing Taekwondo, there was this, this bloke. And he was... I think he was Dutch or German or something. Not that that's relevant to the story. Um, I just didn't like him. I just there's something he used to always be too forceful, a bit too hard with his blocks. Because okay, in a in a real life situation, you block, and part of it is to hurt a person's arm. You know, if they punch whatever. But when you're sparring or you're just practicing, you ain't got to hurt them. You ain't got to do that. I'm quite capable of doing it, but I don't because I don't want to hurt anyone. It's, you know, it's not part of what it's about. It's about training and getting fit and, you know, dancing with people, really. And I remember once he said to me, I don't think you're holding your fist right. Uh, I think his fist, your finger, thumb's got to be there. He's like, excuse me, I'm 40 years old. You don't think I know how to hold a fist I mean without going into the obvious you know I've been making a fist for many years you know it's, it's like what are you talking about what are you doing boxing I mean I did boxing for a couple of years when I was at college and not once did he say wait a minute you're holding your fist wrong no I know how to hold a fist I did karate for years. I did Wing Chun. You know, I know. It doesn't mean I'm any good at any of that stuff. But I know. I might. I might be the worst dancer in the world. But I know how to. Stand on the floor. With my feet flat on the floor. I know how to do that. 
doesn't mean that I'm going to be brilliant at dancing, but I know how to do it. You know, I, I, I know how to turn a cooker on. doesn't mean I'm going to make you a nice meal, but I do know how to actually, the act of turning the cooker on. Should we stop now? Should we? Should, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's just gone off on one. What are, you, what are you on about? So, what is that? A picture of me? I oh, know it's not. It's a little girl. <laughs> I looked like me for a minute. Um, there was a picture of someone doing karate or whatever, and I thought reminds me when I was mind you, it reminds me when I was a kid. So, you know those little tiny pictures you can't quite see them. Yeah, it does look like me still. I clearly look like a girl. Brilliant. I don't mind. So. Oh yeah, so this this bloke who told me that I wasn't holding my fist right, <laughs> um, he went to a tournament and he came back with, a, he came back with a cup. He won first place, and it was first place in the kata or kata, which is basically when you do lots of different moves and that. And it was in his class, he won the the cup for that. And he was so pleased with himself, which is fair enough. It turns out he was the only entry. This might sound like a joke. It's true. He was the only entry. No one else entered. They have to give him the cup. I think the only way they, he couldn't win it is if he didn't complete the movements that he was doing. So basically a car, a carter or a catter or form it's just a bunch of movements punching kicking moving around turning blocking all it's just it's just a bunch of movements that become rote you just do it over and over again and you, it's muscle memory and you know some people are really really good at it and it's it is a it's got its own its own part of the tournament he was the only <laughs> <laughs> he he came in with them with it. He came in with this this silver cup thing trophy. And I f I was like, oh well done. I didn't know. I didn't go, so I didn't know that he was the only one there. I didn't do any tournaments when I was doing um, uh, Taekwondo. And like, yeah, he was the only, and it wasn't like gossip, it's true. He was the only one, because even the, the instructor mentioned it, and everyone started laughing. Because it is, you know, so oh, well done to him for coming second and coming first in the, you know, in the junior black belt division, all this stuff. And here's to Boris Johnson for um, just an announcement, just say for winning the overall, the overall cup trophy for the Carter, for the adult Carter male 
and then like added yeah it was the only entry and it was funny we rolled around on the floor in fact I'm still there I'm still rolling around on the floor there's only three people left rolling the rest had to go to work but it was so funny it was so funny anyway I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I've talked enough I know it's hard to believe that I could ever talk enough, but I probably have for now, for now. So remember to be kind to yourself. Remember to be gentle with yourself because you do deserve to be happy. Allow yourself to relax. Give yourself permission to just let go of some of that stuff that's not useful or helpful to you. Just be kind to yourself. Not because I say it, but because you deserve it for you. Take it easy on yourself. Maybe start saying some nice things start noticing positive things about yourself complimenting yourself maybe not out loud because you might get funny looks on the bus but at least internally why not notice things that maybe or remembering things that other people have said that are positive about you. So take care. I will speak to you again tomorrow. Lots of love. My stomach's gurgling now. Shush. Bye.